0: lean into the things that make you feel like you do you feel really good about who you are and you really see yourself in a certain activity what is it that makes you feel authentically you a small little thing that you can do every day that's another way to start to find your ground beneath you your core What if you had the tools to create easily and authentically? What if you felt confident about the choices you made and were able to not only begin, but keep going? What if you could get out of your own way? It's all possible. And I'm going to give you some actionable tools and methods to get started, keep going and create a path unique to you that you want to walk. Stay with me and we'll do this together. I'll see you on the other side. Hey there. Welcome back. So... Today, we're going to be talking about this sort of unfortunate, shitty experience we're all having, and the first thing we're going to do is acknowledge that that is what is happening. You might hear some rain in the background of this recording because I can't be in another space because I am at home. Because that's the only place I'm allowed to be right now, and that is the case for all of us. So after we have that acknowledgement that we are experiencing something that is very different, that we don't have much, if any, control over, and that we are having to just sort of live in it and pivot our experience to adjust to it, now what can we do? what can we do to feel okay during this time? I did an Instagram live on Thursday of last week, and I sort of touched on some of the things I'm gonna talk about today, mainly creating a process and a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to get that started or to start the process in creating a process. I believe that everything we do is kind of about having a process. We have to have one in order to reach the goals we're hoping to achieve at the end of those things. And the process is actually the space you're existing in for most of the time. Life itself is one giant process. And when we are creating smaller processes to get to the place where we're trying to go, that's where you spend most of your time. So it's really important and really beneficial to learn how to enjoy that process, create one that you feel is, is best for you and most connected to who you are, because the goal at the end of it, if you get there, because sometimes we change lanes and move on to something different or we, you know, we have to make adjustments, but if you get to that goal, the moment of that experience is much shorter than the path and the time it took to get there. So as rewarding as that moment might feel, we need to create ways to feel grounded and rewarded as we're walking along this path of process. And really, I believe that when we feel grounded in that, that's how we begin to feel more okay from a day-to-day perspective. So again, coming back to that acknowledgement, the first thing you want to do is just give yourself space to, to process, to feel the feelings. That's the first process. Let yourself mentally and physically process the circumstances and the emotions and the things that are coming up for you. Just try and make space for that to happen. Let go of needing to control your experience with it. It's okay. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel depressed. It's okay to feel lethargic or tired. It's okay to want to cry a lot. It's okay to want to sleep a lot. A lot of us are experiencing variations of that, and it can change from day to day. For me, my sort of state, emotional state, tends to be pretty different from day to day right now. That doesn't mean to say that I'm not dealing with this well or that I'm not able to move out of those experiences. I'm just able to kind of observe them and let them be and know that you know, it doesn't really affect the core of my well-being, which took me a very long time to get to. Let's be clear about that. It's a mindset shift for sure, but it took a lot of processing and work for me to get to that point. But I'm here to let you know that it's achievable and that we can just sort of carve out more space for of that for ourselves. And a way to begin that process is to... Let yourself be. You don't have to do things to fix the things. I know it's, uh, you know, being angry for a long period of time is not comfortable and it's not a state of mind we want to stay in. So the next thing we'll talk about is boundaries and things like that. But really give yourself a moment to let it out. And then, usually, if you do that, then those feelings don't linger quite as long because we're not trying to suffocate them or pretend they're not there or. Shove them down or whatever it is, and and that might be difficult to do right now because we are, a lot of us are cohabiting closer than we were before. People are not leaving the house and have the same luxury of personal space they may have had before. But if you can find a way to sequester or just have some space, if you can, I have a friend who they they carved out specific areas in their house that would be their own when they wanted to retreat and have that physical space, even if it was just, you know, I don't know, 50 feet away, they found a way to make that happen so that they could have a little integrity in their physical space to help with their, their mental space too. So be creative. If you're struggling with knowing how to move out of those emotions and you feel like they're lasting a really long time and maybe the anger isn't subsiding or the or the just the upset or the emotions things like that there's an episode I did which I'll put in the show notes I don't have the number or the title off the top of my head at the moment but it might be the last one I did on season 1 actually which is moving through a painful experience that's a good one I think it's that one but give yourself a time limit if you get to a point where you feel like it's it's enough and you want to move through a trick to that can be All right, I'm going to give myself space to feel this as fully as I want to for one day. And when I go to bed and I wake up in the morning, I'm going to give myself the opportunity to shift into a new energy. Even if I don't want to, I'm going to find a way to shift that energy. I'm going to come up with something for myself to do that is going to be a different energy, more positive, let's say. So that's one example. Or maybe, you know, it's not a whole day. Maybe it's like, okay, I need the, I need to get things done today. Like me, I, I'm still working. And a lot of us are now working from home. And some of us, are, unfortunately, aren't working. But if you are working, working from home, for example, this is just an example. Maybe you need to get things done. Maybe you need to take care of the kids. Or, you know, there's just other things that don't let you have as much space as maybe you want to just sort of wallow in your experience right now, you could put a time limit on that too and say, Hey, I'm gonna let myself fill this completely, fully for an hour. And then when that hour's done, I am going to get to the things I need to do. And you know what? You might need to do it again. Maybe an hour wasn't enough. Maybe you come back to it. And that might have to be part of the process if you're a little limited on your space and time. So those are ways to to tackle that. But that might, be your, that might be your first step. Then that kind of bleeds into boundaries. And I know I did an episode on boundaries as well. I'll throw that in the show notes too in season one. Season one has a lot of tools that are foundational to sort of the deeper conversations we're having in this season, season two, for the time we're experiencing right now. A little more depth but your foundation, you can kind of scroll through that list and see what's going to help you in the moment. Those episodes are five, ten minutes long. There's bonuses that are even shorter, some of them, that are just easy tips you can apply. So check those out. They I'm going to reference them a lot because they support what we're talking about right now. Boundaries around how much you want to take in is another thing we want to consider right now. You want to stay informed Because there's a lot changing from day to day and at times even moment to moment. And that's different across the globe depending where you are. Even city to city, the mandates can be changing. So there's things going on that you want to know about. But I implore you to be a little choosy and pay attention to how you're feeling and if you're taking on too much of The external of what's going on. I've witnessed people have a major change in their demeanor and mindset and the way they feel when they took two days off from listening or watching or reading the news. Now, that might be extreme for you. If you feel like you want to be more informed than that, then gauge this based on your needs. But there was such a difference in this person's communication, their demeanor, everything. And I was like noticing it saying, you know, wow, like you sound so much better than you did even just two days ago. And he said, you know, I stopped watching the news and I was like, you know, that's not such a bad thing, but you know, there's a balance. You want to not necessarily shut yourself off from everything, but you know, you might want to take breaks here and there. So. That's just an example, again, using the news, because that's what we are all kind of being inundated with right now. I have to manage that. Particularly, I work in media, so I am creating content constantly throughout the day, every day, with a myriad of different shows. Uh, I have about eight or nine right now. I have about nine, actually nine to ten, if I include my own project, which is this one. And one other one I'm working on. And every single one of them have a little thread of the current state through them. And it can be a lot of information for me to digest every single day. So me going out and then seeking more content to consume after that can be a little much. So, you know, everyone's going to be different. And really what I ask you to do is pay attention to how you're feeling Do you feel yourself getting more depressed after you watch too much news or talk too much to people who are upset or stressed out or, you know, limit your time with those experiences and that limit is up to you to decide based on how it's making you feel. Now we don't need to shut off to other people per se, but maybe you take a day off or maybe you reach out to, you know, three of your really positive friends that have it together for a certain part of the week and then maybe you do one one or two people who you know need help and maybe some support the day after that and just kind of find ways to balance it because that's a big part of what we're doing right now as well is reaching out and connecting with each other and checking on each other which is a beautiful thing that's coming out of this as well but also can be draining in its own its own regard. So boundaries. Those are some places to get started. Now For those of us who are not used to working from home or maybe not working from home and maybe you just lost your job and you're just at home without anywhere to look to that you're used to seeing yourself in, meaning we often identify through our jobs, that's how we get our validity, that's how we feel useful, that's how we find our purpose. It can be very disorienting and this process can feel like we're lost or cloudy or, you know, just sad. And it can feel depressing. It can feel very out of sorts. So finding room to start asking yourself some questions. And we're going to start really small because we just want to put things in place in your day-to-day to to give you uh, just subtle mind shifts that kind of give you something actionable to do. And that can be cooking, that can be working out a little bit. I've been working out, if you watch my Instagram stories, doing a sort of a fun thing called Prison Fit, but it's holding me very accountable. And it's holding other people accountable. It's actually a goal I had this year to work out once a day, but I don't do big, long, heavy workouts because I don't want to, (laughs) but I do want to work out every day and I can feel myself changing. I feel my body changing. It completely sets my mindset out for the rest of the day. I do something right away. It's something I've been wanting to do for such a long time. So what do you do? What do you do with yourself? Okay. So small things. One thing to ask yourself can be, what can I do for myself that I haven't been able to do before? So like for me, like I said, it was wanting to find space to work out every day. I wanted to do that for myself, but I just didn't think it was as important as getting to my desk right away or, you know, eating and then getting to my desk right away or whatever I thought needed to happen for all my clients and my business. And I was like, "Oh, that's for me too. That's I love what I do, so that's also for me." But I was definitely sacrificing my own health for that. So, That could be a place to start. What little things, little things have you wanted to include in your week, in your day? If you can do it daily, that would be great because that, and especially if you can, if it's something you can squeeze in on the first part of your day, that is how a lot of us set up the foundation for the rest of the day. And maybe it's just sitting and breathing and sitting with yourself for a minute. Maybe it's journaling Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's something for you, something for you that you want to do for yourself that can have a really long term effect and also short term, meaning like your day to day can change the way you feel physically. It can change the way you feel mentally. It can set you up for success. So that's a question you can ask yourself then another one you can ask is, what are three things I can do every day to be in a process? So a daily process. Now, I know I talked about goals before. Our general goal here is just to shift out of overwhelm, fear, and despair and shift into groundedness and clarity and stability and peace. And then joy comes after that. Or maybe at the same time, wherever you're at in your life process. But I say three things because it's small enough, but it may not be small enough for some of us. So if three feels like a lot and you only come up with one, fantastic. Know that three is possible and do that one thing for a while and then add something in later. And then maybe you add one more thing later. But I I want you to at least consider it. But one thing is a great start and give yourself permission to not have to do a whole lot right now. There's the stuff we have to do, but around this space of what, what can I do for myself? You can take it simply and easily. There are some things we have to do. Now, if we're really hating those things, what if we talk to ourselves this way versus, Oh my God, I have to do this thing every day. I hate it. I'm so over it. What if we said to ourselves, when we think about it, instead of saying, oh, God, I got to do that thing. What if we thought I get to do that thing? Think about the things you can't do anymore that you felt were have to's. I have to do this thing. Oh, I don't want to do it. What a drag that now we're wishing we could do. Like, gosh, I wish I could still do that. Like go to work, like things that we hated about our job or things that people that annoyed us or whatever whatever little details about our lives that were sort of thorns in our side that we felt like we had to do and we negative t- negatively talked about it in our minds. Now we'd give anything to get to do those things again, just to have a sense of normalcy because they were part of our lives. So what if, what can we reframe now that we get to do? Where's the gratitude in in that space of, drudgery, you know, the things that we feel negatively about. Now, this is something that you can just begin to ask yourself for a couple of seconds. You don't even need to hold on to it for very long. Maybe you really aren't there yet with the process of like, it's not, it's a shift that takes time. Sometimes it it's doesn't take as much time because you've already started this in your mind. You didn't even realize it. So it's easier and quicker for you to shift. But if it's the first time you're really thinking about something this way that you don't like, and you're starting to consider it as something you, you're gonna find gratitude in doing, then just consider feeling it for just a few seconds fully, like, wow, I get to do this. We know what that feeling is. There's things in our lives that we love to do, that we're excited for, that we feel grateful for, that we're like, oh, I get to do that. Channel that, channel that feeling that you know so well, and apply it to this thing just for a couple seconds and just see how that feels. Like you're just trying it on for size. It's going to feel maybe awkward and strange and icky or or like just weird at first, possibly. Or maybe you're not going to judge it at all and you're just going to let yourself feel it. And then you let it go and move on and get on with your day. But this kind of shift, if you practice it every time you're about to do said thing, it can completely change your life. I did this before going into a job at the time that I had so much anxiety around and so much dread and the the shifts were so long and they were physically taxing, emotionally taxing, mentally. I mean, everything was just, it was the, the hardest job I've ever done. And I did it for four years, this particular job. And everyone I know that that has worked there, give or take like one or two people, maybe who were just fine with it. But almost everyone I know had a lot of anxiety reactions to it. Some people had to quit on the spot. People would walk out. People would just, it was so, um, challenging for lack of a better word. And I started to, before I would walk into that building, my path from my car to the job, I would just work on this reframe, today, I'm going to get to do this, 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 and this. And then the other thing I would add to it is what if it were easy? What if it were easy? What if walking in today felt easy? What if my whole night was easy? What if I didn't have any of those issues today? And I would just feel what that easiness, that lightness felt like before I would get in there. And then I would let it go and just move on with my day. But over time, I would carry it all the way in And then I would just go further and further with me, this energy of feeling easy. And suddenly everything really got easy. Like my job became simple and easy and completely doable to the point where not only was I breezing through it and not feeling so terrible (laughs) while I was there and possibly even, you know, afterwards, but it started to trickle into my coworkers and I was able to be more positive for them. I was able to help them shift their mindsets. We started to work better as a team. It was amazing. So it was so life-shifting that I made so much peace with it. And that's actually what got me to walk away and start pursuing the life I have now, which was something that was just so hard for me to even imagine. And it all started with this tiny little reframe of, you know, what if I get to do that? And what if it were easy? So try it. See how you feel. Add a couple things to your process that make you feel like you, that you're excited to do. And if we're not, here's another tip. If we're not sure what we want to do, if if you're like, I don't know, I, there isn't anything that I... I want to go to my job. That's what I want to do. I want to go back to the way things were. That's what I want to do. If you're kind of feeling stuck in that space of like, there wasn't anything. I was great. My life was perfect and now it's not. Just lean into the things that make you feel like you. What are those? Do you feel very normal in your day-to-day when you're cooking? Do you feel really good about who you are and you really see yourself in a certain activity? Uh, maybe it's being creative, maybe it's painting, maybe it's drawing, maybe it's doodling, maybe it's having a type of conversation with someone, maybe it's writing something down. If things that are actionable are probably best for this. Listening to music, dancing. What is it that makes you feel authentically you? A small little thing that you can do every day or close to every day. That's another way to start to find your your ground beneath you, your core so that you feel more like a pillar inside, meaning your strength, leaning into who you truly are, your authenticity. That's your strength, your truth, what makes you feel like you. Maybe it's humor, you know, making jokes and making people laugh. That can be a big way to feel like yourself for a lot of us. And it's a good place to start. And when you start to feel all the other things happen, just try to observe them. Let them let them flow through you because they will flow through and on and this time will pass as well. Things may be different on the other end of it, but that's the nature of change. We're going to be okay and we're going to move through this. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Be Bold Begin. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so as not to miss an episode. Due to the unusual circumstances, our release schedule will not be set to a specific day currently. So the best way to ensure you get all the new episodes is by subscribing. Help us build a positive community by joining the Facebook group, also called Be Bold Begin. I'll be checking it daily to answer and acknowledge any of your questions and comments. Stay positive and safe out there. Season two of Bold Begin is brought to you by the free Podcasting for Abundance course called Be the Leading Podcast Voice in Your Niche How to Use the Principles of Abundance as a Tool. You can find the free course by creating a login and signing in on our website, AvantHouseMedia.com or AHMCreate.com. This course is all about how to podcast from a place of abundance. And what does that mean? To be a leader in your niche, you have to feel like a leader and have the mindset of a leader. We'll explore some tools and how to access the feelings of abundance to stay in that empowerment state and to speak and create from your authentic self. After all, podcasting is all about truth and authenticity. It's such an intimate experience for the listener that truth and authenticity is a necessity. So this course is meant to help you get in touch with that or stay in touch with it, depending on where you are on your journey. And whether you're a podcaster or not, these exercises can be beneficial for anyone who's creating something and can be applied at any time during your process, or even just your daily life. It's a great way to do some self-care and to explore your power and truth during this time of uncertainty. We all have a little more time right now, so let's try and use it in ways that will benefit us now and after this period give it a try. It's totally free. Just go to avanthousemedia.com or ahmcreate.com and create your login and the course will be there waiting for you.